faith and life. For some people, they're parallel roads. They never come into contact with each other. One never influences the other. Yet for some other people, faith and life are more like intersecting roads. Often they're running opposite each other, but where they do intersect, wonderful God moments can be experienced. But yet for just a few, the two roads merge into one, and the results are truly a highway to heaven. What does the road of faith and life look like in your world? There's been some events in the world that's been happening recently that is really starting to make me pretty um, pretty troubled. And I just want to uh, spend a few minutes on this podcast talking about what that is and what's so troubling about it. And in order to kind of set the framework for what I really uh, am concerned about and in, in what's going on, um, I need to turn to Revelation chapter 13 and just share some scripture with you and uh, and talk about it. It's from Revelation chapter 13. Just for context sake, I'm going to start at verse 11, but uh, it's more towards verse 17 that I really want to emphasize. But it goes like this. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but spoke like a dragon. In other words, it looked like good, but it actually, what it was saying wasn't real good. It exercised all authority of the first beast on its behalf, and it made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. And because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth, and it ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword, but yet lived. Now the second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which was the name of the beast or the numbers of its name. It says this calls for wisdom. Well. I have to tell you, I, I was familiar with that passage as a kid, and I'm 48 years old now. And as a kid, I'm like, what? The mark of the beast, not being able to buy and sell, that's just thats just ridiculous. I couldn't even really fathom it, and it just made no sense. But I'm here to tell you, a lot has changed in the last uh, 48 years of my life, or the last maybe 45 that I'm aware of. And we're in a day and age in which there are certain signs that we are having to wear or to be associated with so that we can buy or sell. Um, the mask, you're not allowed to go into stores to buy unless you wear the mask. 
I literally read an article, it was either yesterday or the day before, that said with the vaccine coming out, it was going to be really important that maybe the people who got received the vaccine would ha wear a certain color mask, and then people who, who didn't have the vaccine would have a different color mask, and, and that's how you would identify who it was safe to to, to allow to buy and sell and to be around and hang around and not. And someone mentioned, well, why would people even who have the vaccine need to wear the mask? And the answer was, well, because the vaccine's only 90% effective, so there's still that 10% chance. Oh, oh my goodness. Someone said, you know what? That's sounding a lot like, you know, uh, Nazi Germany, in which you had certain signs and, and would allowed you to uh, participate in society and in and, and other signs that basically... Um, was your death sentence. I've heard that it's very possible that in the near future, if you are not vaccinated, you will not be allowed to be on airplanes. And, and all this stuff just is, is crazy and, and doesn't seem to make sense. But now that these vaccines are coming out, we're hearing that you know certain states are going to mandate it. And if you are going to work in, in the public sector, if you're going to be doing this, if you're going to be around that people, you're going to be forced to, to do it. Not to mention that a lot of these vaccines are developed by murdering babies and using the cells of murdered babies. If you don't believe me on that, you, you need to check that out. My eyes were open to that recently, which is a whole nother topic. But we are now living in a day and age in which it is not far-fetched that maybe within the next six months to a year, the government will be trying to dictate who's able to participate in society and who will be ostracized in society because of something that kills people just above the rate of the flu. And even like that, like if only 10% of the people who, who do receive the vaccine, like haven't been protected, like we're going to make everyone wear masks for that or, or or be chipped or carry around a card that says that they did receive a vaccine. And, and why are people who've already had COVID still wearing masks and, and being ostracized if they don't? Because they're already immune and they're not going to carry it anyways. And let's just say, for instance, like traction doesn't hold on this um america pulls their head out of their collective backside and they stand up and, and say no you will not do that there's no grounds for doing that based upon this issue i'm here to tell you that we're not that far off that maybe a more significant uh issue comes up a more clear and present danger in which government will insist on it and it will be at a greater level that more and more people are willing to go along with it than per perhaps will on this wow do you know how close we are to actually fulfilling that prophecy of revelation? Throw that into the mix of we're right on the cusp of the, the, the message of Christ being in every language and every nation around the world. And that's what the Apostle Paul said was a, a necessary must that must take place before Christ's return. Throw that on top of everything that's going on with artificial intelligence. And um, I just heard something the other day that, you know, people are playing around with. Can we as humans like basically download our our mind into um, to robots, to artificial intelligence, so that in essence, our mind, maybe even our personality, certainly not our soul, but, but that there's an element of us that basically becomes eternal. 
scientists are working like crazy to figure out what the gene is that causes us to age and and are we able to turn that off uh, there's said to be this tipping point that we're 20 years away from in which um, artificial intelligence and and the creations of mankind will be able to um, outsmart overcome and basically wipe out mankind as a kid, I, I thought there's no way the mark of the beast and being controlled from buying and selling was going to happen. I was just sick and tired all the time of these, you know, uh, preachers talking about the end of the world coming. You know, people have thought the end of the world's coming since the day of Jesus. And why should today be any different? Well, be, because like these other things are being fulfilled. The gospel is being proclaimed in all the world. The 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 mark of the beast and the sign to be able to buy and sell and trade um, is, is, is we're on the cusp of. And all these other things are actually coming into place. The Tower of Babel is being built all over again with mankind's ability to have to, to try to replace God and, and to be able to live without the, the curse and the consequence of sin that is you, you will die and I have to tell you man we need to be concerned now we're not going to stop it there's nothing that we're going to be, be able to ultimately do about it and ultimately God's prophesied it and it's going to happen but as a church we better not be silent and as those armies line up, one behind the beast and the other one behind God, you better make sure your arm, you're, you're lining up behind the, the right general. Because if you don't, uh, you're not going to like the, the, the price of loss. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little fired up today because this is my second podcast in, in one day. I just got done trying to explain that God doesn't have a split personality. But the other thing I think that we really need to be aware of is that there's a lot of signs pointing to the fact that um, we are getting late in the season when we think of, um, of the end times. Are you prepared and are you ready? You know, the Bible says it will be like in the days of Noah. People will be eating and drinking and celebrating and marrying, giving in marriage, partying, having a good time. You know what? Um, 2020 hasn't necessarily been a great time for many, but I guarantee if people feel safe again, 2021 is going to be a giant party. The generals are lining up. The sides are being drawn. Make sure you're standing on the right side.